Yo. See, it's always a black person being late, G. I'm about to say, I'm on time. I like, like I sent that link. Eh, not at the moment, but that's another story altogether. Again, if you say so, sir. If you say so. If you say so. Just know, man, I'm always right. So where's your boy at? And again, I sent the link just like you got it. He he should have hit it. So again, we just, we, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is episode three of Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. Um, we got the crew, me, Rob, and we got um, Dwayne that's, that's going to be coming in pretty soon. We just waiting on him at the moment. But um, while, while we got just me and you, Rob, shit, update the people. Tell the people how you've been. I think the last time they heard from you here on the Ways World Network was um, Fuck Racism Part 1, which, again, we yeah. have, we, we have to definitely uh, do the Part 2 whenever whenever you're ready or, like, whenever you're available. If you're available, like, next week, because I go back to work Saturday, um, if you're available, like, next Wednesday or Thursday to come over so we can get Part 2 cracking. Man, I'm always down to talk about racism and the things that people get wrong about racism and how we need to address racism and all that other fun stuff. Time and a place, G. My, my bad. All I need is a time and a place. Oh, oh, look who showed up. <laughs> my bad. Big bad black man st- is giving us all the stereotype vibes. <laughs> Showing up on the CP time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It's all right. But yeah, other than that, man, you know, just uh living in this uh living in this COVID world, being a COVID girl, man. You know how it go. <laughs> and and Dwayne, um again, the last time the people heard from you was episode two of Black Guys Talking About Wrestling, which was months ago. So update the people, let let them know how you've been doing. Hey man, you know, I, I'm all right. You know, trying to stay out the way, COVID. But it is what it is. You know what Maybe. I need you to do? I'm, I'm going to need you to turn your microphone down and get out of whatever bathroom you're in. <laughs> I, I got to be secluded. Yeah, oh, God, God, man. Well, yeah, turn your mic down <laughs> a little bit because cause it's like it's blasted. Yeah, you're a freaking fan. I don't know what's wrong with no, we're talking about your voice, not your fan. Your, your oh, oh, my fault. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How about that? Is that better? No, no, it's the same. No? Okay. Well, I'll talk lower. I'll talk softer. Okay, I think that might work. I think that might work. So, 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 um, if you don't know, this is episode three of Black Guys Time About Wrestling. We are in OG season of the Ways World Network, where we are doing all audio. Um, Black guys talking about wrestling like I had posted um, a little while ago that this is going to be most likely a purely audio podcast um, just based on the fact that me, Rob, and Dwayne all work three completely different schedules. Uh, So meeting up during this COVID time is not necessarily the the easiest thing, I would say. But we're going to get it cracked. We're going to get it cracked. Um, I feel like Dwayne got like the Disney Channel playing in the background, but you know, you know, we, we Dwayne is definitely over there entertaining everybody right now. <laughs> I, I, de- I definitely am. Yes, I definitely am. Uh, but, 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 gonna, but, but, we, we, we take, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for, uh, for the Black Guys Talking About Wrestling podcast. We're gonna start a GoFundMe to get, uh, get Dwayne a man cave or at least to send people <laughs> on vacation. 
<laughs> you know I what? I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Help, help a brother out. Yeah, man, I got a whole fifty cent on it, man, right now. <laughs> I got, I got a buck for you. I got, I got a million dollar thrown up in there. See, you see, see that? I like that. See, Raymond, I appreciate you. You know, you actually look out. I, mean, I had to. I had to. If he threw the fifty cent in, I had to double it. You get what I'm saying? Like, there, I had to. there you go. I like it. I like it. Okay. 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 So there's so much that we have not been able to discuss when it comes to the world of wrestling here on Black Guys Time About Wrestling. So the first thing that I just want to kind of kick off um, talking about is I am definitely a fan of AEW. Um, I get, you know, hardcore wrestling fans feel like AEW is is doing too much on people's times. Um, they feel like AEW is not necessarily representing the wrestling industry in the best light um, because of of the the basics of of the wrestling like basically the psychology um not not going 100 miles an hour all the fucking time uh the flips like not necessarily the punches looking the best i i get it the, the comedy is too goddamn much i understand what people are saying but aew i feel is bringing something completely different to to the wrestling world i feel like it's it's wwe adjacent for a while there they were becoming wwe light um which was unfortunately the demise of tna which is now impact but i feel like aew is now starting to again shy away from that they just re they just introduced um a few months back the the tnt championship um which i feel like is a excellent excellent championship rob rob clocked out there I don't, I don't know what happened with him his connection his connection dropped off but i feel like the um i feel like the the aew tnt championship again he, he got the link so he'll he'll clock back in when he get a chance but um the aew tnt championship i feel like is is excellent like i feel like cody doing this every single week doing an open rob is back rob is back what happened bro all right, I think I'm back now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay so okay. apparently, apparently the way you got this thing shaking, yeah, uh, I can't open this up, and I, I cannot open this up in the Anchor app that I have. And when somebody calls me, it completely pulls me out of this and then mutes uh, my microphone. Nice. Wow. wow. Well, again, it's the, re- remember you all. This is recorded on the Anchor app. I do not set up the system. I only go by what the system allows. That's not mm-hmm. one. Putting this one I on do, you, Doc. I wish I owned Anchor. I have a lot more money than I do now. But you know what? It, this, this is not. I'm just, I just use the program. Which, by the way, we're definitely thinking about switching over to a different source. Um, no disrespect Ooh, to Anchor. No disrespect. Don't to say Anchor. that. Why you own the app, though? <laughs> hey, yeah, man. We gonna go ahead and switch over. So when y'all looking for us, you know. But that's the and thing. But that's the thing. Anchor, Anchor always hits me up and asks me for feedback, and I always give them my feedback. I've like told them this, like, like it, it's like it's certain things that I I need done that y'all don't necessarily offer right now. That you know, nah, nah, they offer it. You just ain't paying for it. See, you gotta stop being cheap. It's not a pay for. Yeah, this they, is not an app you can pay for. Everything with this app is free. Like this is a completely free app. Everything you get is just what you get for free, bro. It's it's always something that you can pay for. If there is, let me find it, and, and I got you. But like I was saying, anyway. with the AEW TNT Championship, I feel like Cody defending it every single week, 
is good. I feel like it's it's starting to bring something to that championship, um, some some prestige in my opinion. Um, I feel like them introducing the FTW championship, which we have not seen since EECW, and not only that, but bringing it back with Taz, who is managing Brian Cage right now, and and giving it to Brian Cage and having him defending defending the championship and still you know saying this unsanctioned this is a rogue renegade championship um and you know and again bringing bring basically aew i feel like is doing a lot of good things right now in my personal Bruh, opinion did you did, i'm sorry did you say that aew brought in the ftw championship yeah they, they brought it back they whack. brought it back whack they brought it back. Yes, 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 they did. Um, because basically Super the story, whack. the storyline that they basically were doing was Brian Cage, who, um, again, a little while back, in the time that we weren't recording, um, a little while back, Brian Cage signed with AEW, and AEW tagged Brian Cage with a manager who was Taz. Taz is one of their commentators, so AEW made Taz, um, Brian Cage's manager, and and because of this whole COVID thing, um. Brian Cage and John Moxley were supposed to fight at, I believe it was like Fight for the Fallen. I believe it was. Double or nothing. Fallen. One of those double or nothing. No, it was Fighter Fest. It was Fighter Fest. It was Fighter Fest. Then yeah, they said, um, then they had to push it back. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, they pushed it back to Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Um. So they were supposed to fight, and then basically what happened was because they couldn't have the original fight, um, Taz basically gave Brian Cage the FTW Championship. Um, and yeah, and it went from there. And then when they fought at Fight for the Fallen, um, it was FTW champion Brian Cage versus AEW champion um, John Moxley. Moxley won through Taz throwing in the towel for Brian Cage because, you know, he didn't want Brian Cage to, to tap out. He was like, basically, you weren't going to give up. If you, it was like either Moxley was going to kill you or you weren't going to give up. So I threw in the, I threw in the towel for you. You know, you still the FTW champion, and they ran with it like that, which honestly I think is is interesting. It ain't it ain't some shit that I'm gonna see on WWE. I feel like it's I feel like it's a it's a it's a good look. Oh god, y'all are so young, it's so so easily entertained. But I know the but I know the origins of the FTW championship. I remember why Taz brought it in to begin with. I remember the whole ECW. Like I watched the the. The, There's the, no way, number one, that you can remember it because you weren't well. Not old remember, but remember. I, I watched it. But I watched it. I've had a chance to go back and review and watch it. The matches between him and Sabu. The reason why he brought it in to begin with because they wouldn't give him a match against Shane Douglas, who I believe was actually injured. Um, and so Taz called himself the real world champion, and basically the 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 boost and popularity that he got from doing that and just being a bad motherfucker that he was um you know basically boosted him up to to ecw world heavyweight champion and i feel like i feel like uh, and then you know again sabu took it from him he won it back they retired it and then we know the story of ecw from there but i don't know i feel like bringing it back for a modern age and kind of just putting it bring, I, I just feel like it's, it's a good look Here's here's my here's my beef and call me call me old fashioned again. Um, one, the fact that they got coaches like Cody comes out with Arn Anderson and now Brian Cage comes out with Taz and they're not managers, they're coaches. Dude, look here. We are not gonna sit here and pretend that wrestling is a that that wrestling hasn't been exposed 
primarily due to a lot of the people that wrestle for AEW. You know what I'm saying? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and though he's no longer quote unquote affiliated with AEW, but Joey Ryan, uh, what is it, Joey Ryan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fuck Joey Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Joey Ryan. You know what I'm saying? But. But my no, my thing is this, dude. They they expose the business. You there's you can't tell me, oh, you know, we got coaches because we're gonna have we're gonna make this a legitimate sport. We're gonna we're 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 gonna offer this up in this fashion. But then you out here bumping for for six year olds, and you're bumping with blow up dolls, and you're doing dick bumps. Like come on, you can't you can't tell me that that's that that's what's hot. And then turn around and be like, oh, but no, this guy, real deal. That guy straight up. That guy so straight up. We're gonna we're gonna put him with a guy that hasn't honestly been relevant as a wrestler since 1997. And even as a commentator, well, I would say, I would say early 2000s because ain't that when the match with him and Kurt Angle happened, or was that 97? No, that's 2008. That was early two thousands, but again, even that match with Kurt Angle was BS. Because they, because again, here's here's the problem with Taz, and you know Taz ever hears this, I want him to know something. Number one, as an ECW fan, Taz, I really bought into the Taz gimmick. Not going front, not the Wild Man Taz, but definitely this. Uh, so so not the Taz Maniac, but but this but the Human yeah, Suplex Machine. The, yeah, Human Suplex Machine. He out here tapping boys out with the Katahajime and. He's doing all the dude that um that northern light suplex he did on Bam Bam landed him on his neck. That they ran in the opening. That they ran in the opening uh mo- uh, uh montage for ECW for all them years. Dude, I I I bought into that. But then Taz comes to the to WWE. And got ex- and and it wasn't so much the exposure of his 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 skill, but I couldn't buy it anymore because Kurt Angle ain't a big dude. Kurt Angle's five, six foot, flat footed. He's a flat footed six footer, and Taz walked up to him and came to his chin, bro. I'm like, oh man, this dude is five nine, and again. Not knocking it, not knocking it, but it it took a lot of the mystique. ECW did really well covering the the glaring flaws in their talent. The only reason, the only reason that at this point, Dwayne, I need you to fight whoever's back there. (laughs) But whoever, there we go, there we go. But um, all right, but no, the but straight up. The only reason that the Dudley boys became the the juggernauts and the icons that they did from ECW, and let's be real, uh, as Hall of Fame, I used to say that like Shane Douglas should be the first ECW dude to go into the Hall of the WWE Hall of Fame. I, it's there's no question it has to be the Dudley boys. The Dudley boys have to be the first entrant because they're the ones who really them rvd made that made that joint go and it made you believe their talent the the Dudley, the Dudley boys that. are in the um, hall of fame yeah they're in w- what did they go yeah. they did go in okay so there you have it but they didn't go in as ecw talent they went in because they still came to wwe and fucking wrecked shop 
destroyed well, everybody. Becoming- came in balling like, like as a, again, I'm sorry to mean to cut you off, but as a like WWE fan around the early 2000s, the matches between the Hardys, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, the TLCs, nothing will ever be able to top WrestleMania 17. That TLC that had Rhino come out, that had Spike Dudley come out, that had Lita doing Hurricane Ramas and moonsaults. Like it was, it was the 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 perfect amount of carnage and just. Uh, just, just, just a good time to be a wrestler fan. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Cut <laughs> <laughs> me off the blow one match. What the hell? Anyway, it's a great match to do it to. I don't care. It's amazing. <laughs> but the, but the thing about, but the thing about why they were so successful was because they were believable workers. And again. There's a reason Mikey Whipwreck didn't translate. There's a reason why Rey Mysterio only translates because of the pure athleticism that, that Rey Mysterio has. But when you look at a lot of the guys that came from ECW, it wasn't the fact that they couldn't work. A lot of them guys were really good workers. But it was a believability that you actually had to have that comes across on the screen and in live in person. And a lot of them guys just didn't have it. And Taz is one of those guys. Taz, apparently great business mind because he was also helping keep that joint afloat um, when he was there. And again, hell of a trainer. I believe that if if Taz, I, I believe he still has an active uh, dojo where he where he trains wrestlers. And I would love to see kids go through there and, and learn how to work, at least the, the mechanics of how to do the job. But if I want to learn completely how to do it, I'm not going to Taz. I'm going to go to a cat like Al Snow. I'm going to go to a cat like Dutch Mantel. I'm going to uh, go to a cat like so Jim Cornette. So you'd rather go to like OV, so you mentioned Al Snow, so you telling me you'd rather go to OVW then go to Taz's like training school to learn from him? No. If I'm going to learn, if I want to learn how to get into the business and make money, I'm going to Al Snow and Al Snow alone. Yeah, he runs OVW. Al Snow, Jim Cornette. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where I'm gonna go. But Taz was able to at least make a lot of the guys who were coming into ECW those those no name, little known names that were going through there at the time. They were going to his dojo and learning how to at least perform. And so that so again, I don't take anything away from that. Who he is to the AEW crowd is a commentator. He's a he's a he's a podcast host. He's a radio show host. Yeah, he had a run in WWE. Yeah, he was this human suplex machine, Taz. And but at the, but at the end of the day, this is a Bob dude. They're still in storylines now. They they did this shit with Bob Backlund in the eighties. Bob Backlund was WWF champ for like four years straight. He was he was pulling some Bruno San Martino stuff. Bob Backlund was an All American, legitimate wrestler. And he held the WWF, it was the WWF or the WWWF championship for like four years straight. And he uh, he lost, no, he lost the title to the Iron Sheet because he was it was in the uh, Camel Clutch. Uh, but, he, uh, but he held the title for so long and the way that they got the belt off of him was by having his manager throw the towel in. <laughs> 
So AEW's not pulling anything Nothing new. new. But also that's They're not pulling Bre- anything new. That's also with Bret Hart. Um not Bret Hart. What was it? Was it Bret Hart? Didn't Bret Hart's mom throw in a towel for him? Probably. But again, it's it's one thing when you're recycling it in the in the company that it originated in. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this and this is gonna help us build this character. Nah, bro. Nah. But again, AEW, AEW is a step above TNA. Mm-hmm. And I and I can't even front from what I've been hearing from the rumblings, TNA is actually starting to come up in the world. They are. They, they are. are. I'm, I'm not even going to say TNA is like, for instance, right? So like so like I had told y'all in the messages, Taya Valkyrie was trying to hold the, the TNA championship for like 150,000. Um, Tessa. Yeah, Tessa, my fault. I said Taya Valkyrie, Tessa Blanchard. Um, and somewhere off in Mexico. So TNA not only like eventually ended up getting like a, another championship they just ended up getting another one made but also in the meantime they had a storyline running with Moose where the old TNA World Heavyweight Championship that they used to use he like brought back and proclaimed himself like you know the real world champion until they was able to figure out some sort of situation and then um, had and then like and I think it was Slammiversary Eddie Edwards won the, the Impact World Championship. So now it's like a storyline going on um, between like Eddie Edwards and Eric Young and eventually Moose is going to get dragged into it because you know they're going to have to unify the championship somehow or you know get that or get the belt off of Moose. So yeah, TNA is definitely TNA is doing in the uh, Motor City Machine Guns Alex Shelley and Chris Saban just won the TNA champion, the, the Impact World Tag Team Championships. Dude, they're still around. Yes, they just came back. They just came back. Sweet God. But, but like I said, my thing is this. And again, I, I told you guys at the jump, I'm, I've always been a WWE guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched TNA. I've watched um, I've watched AEW. I've watched ECW. I've watched WCW. I've watched uh, New Japan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this as a guy who is in love with the WWE product because I like a lot of people find my frustrations and my faults and I find my faults and flaws in the product that the WWE puts up but what I do have a problem with is when other companies are saying that they're going to be the alternative to what it is that I'm used to Mm-hmm. And then you turn around and just borrow storyline. Like, oh yeah, let's do this. This is gonna be cool. Next thing you know, they don't fuck around and have Dustin just pull out be gold dust again. <laughs> or black rain. Oh, Jesus, no. Or seven. Fucking seven. <laughs> oh my god. The horribleness of seven. Like as as a kid, as a kid seeing it on WCW TV, I was like seven. I'm like what? I, I think I was like five. I, I had to be like four or five when that came out, or like when they did that gimmick. And I was like, what is this? But I did enjoy Black Rain. I may be the only person. Please forgive me. Dustin Rhodes is going through a lot during that time period, but I did enjoy. I did enjoy Black Rain. It's, oh goodness! It's so <laughs> like nah, like like hit me out, right? So when TNA during that time period, I was a massive 
TNA fan because WWE was making me mad. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to see, I want to see another company rise to the heights of where WCW was at one point in time. I want to see that so bad. Uh, so when TNA started like having the women's division going off, you had Gail, you had Gail Kim versus Awesome Kong. Um, you had you had the the X division. You had Joe. You had Joe um, Daniels and Styles putting on five star matches. Um, and then you had like Christian versus Kurt Angle, and then Joe versus Kurt Angle. Like so, so many things going on with TNA at that time. And then the tag team division was getting better. And you had Relic and Black Rain, and I was like, oh, this this could be like a new monster tag team. And it just it just it didn't go anywhere. It wasn't good. It didn't go anywhere at all. But I mean, like for me, for me, AEW, um, for me, I, it's it's like they're disgruntled ex girlfriends, and all they want to do is talk bad about their ex boyfriend because you know. Well, the only ones who didn't are are. Whether they are FDR, FTR now or the revival, whatever, whatever, whatever they are now, over there, um, you know, with with Moxley coming out and calling uh, McMahon a madman, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's a lot of angsty, angst, you know, te- teenage Nirvanas over there. <laughs> but is this is this not thing? Isn't this? not things that we already knew like and let me put this out there right for years for years people have been saying that Vince McMahon is out of his goddamn mind for years people have been saying that Vince McMahon has like completely like lost his noodle um so why are are we why are we necessarily define what it means define what it means to lose your mind Vince McMahon has always been crazy I feel like at this point, Vince McMahon does not truly know wrestling at all. Um, I feel like everybody that he pl- like for instance, right? I'll give you a perfect example of one of my like final straws when it came to Vince. So NXT, he pulled, he pulled EC3, he pulled, I think it was Lacey Evans, he pulled Ricochet, Aleister Black, and he pulled Heavy Machinery. He pulled all of them out of NXT at the same time. Ricochet. Mm, okay, Aleister Black had just won the NXT Championship, so there really wasn't too much higher he could have went. Okay, but um, as far as like Lacey Evans goes and, and EC3, you could have left EC3 down there a little bit longer, or you could have never put him in NXT to begin with and just brought him straight to the main roster. He had already came off of a hot run in Impact Wrestling, and people were already ready to see what he was doing. But not only did you put, not only did you pluck them from NXT around WrestleMania time to basically do nothing with them, you continue to do nothing with them for the remaining time on the roster. What has Aleister Black done? Ricochet is a, is a one-time U.S. champion for 21 days. Lacey Evans has lost every single women's championship match she's had. Heavy Machinery has barely ever been truly put on the stage of like WWE, except now that Otis is the money in the bank you know, um, winner, which I haven't even seen nothing on TV about. You haven't Otis. seen, yeah, you haven't yeah. seen Otis for almost two months. You haven't seen Otis, so. Wah, 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 I'm, but, but but what I'm wah, saying is he's ruining wah. he's ruining talent. He's ruining talent. Let's 
let's let's call it what it is. Number one, and again, I'm not always in agreement with a lot of the things that get done. WWE has to produce nine hours weekly television, nine hours of live weekly television, three hours for Raw, two hours for SmackDown, uh, an hour for 205, an hour for main event, and two hours for NXT, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that nine hours? Just yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got truck. I got Around nine, ten hours. Right. So they have to produce nine hours of television. They have over a hundred plus uh, talent, like active, active move, active working talent. Not to mention the dozens of trainees that they have working out of NXT. And the argument has always been. Vince bit off too much when he broke up the territories. When Vince decided he was going to go nationwide and, and eventually global, and he ate up all the talent, or he, he ate up all the territories, and he took up took up all their talent. He wasn't producing that much. Te- he wasn't producing television like that. Your average wrestling show still is three hours long if you go to a live event. You know what I'm saying? If if you go to if you go to Raw, you're going to be at Raw for like four and a half hours. It, as a as an in person live event, because you got you get there early, gates open, you got some dark matches, and you got a you got a dark main event after the show ends, right? Yeah. So, and then when they do their live events, so when they're just traveling around, bouncing from city to city, those are still two three hour events where you're going in and watching nine ten. There is no talking. There is no, there is no backstage shenanigans. It's all matches, and you're gonna get two or three hours of matches at those live events. Why don't you see these cats that you mentioned? Your Alistair Blacks, your um, your Lacey Evans, your Heavy Machinery, your EC3s. Why why aren't they on television more frequently? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Number one. EC3 had problems when he was there the first time. Coming back after you after you you go to Impact and supposedly make yourself, you come back to WWE and then don't do the work. You don't do the work that you were supposed that you were supposedly capable of doing. Drew got fired. Everybody remembers Drew getting fired, right? Right. Yep. Drew gets fired. Gender gets fired. They only leave Heath Slater. Somehow he makes it work, becomes a tag champ. I think became another singles champ while he was there briefly. Yeah, he won the twenty four seven championship. I think. But but Drew leaves, goes to Impact, travels around a little bit, but when? does a lot of work in Impact. Does. Comes back, the Scottish psychopath. He's no longer the he's no longer the golden one. He's not he's not the handpicked one that Vince saw. That Vince came out and said he is the next great thing. He leaves, comes back. They they do what? Instead of bringing him up to the main roster, they send him to NXT. Show us what you can do. Can you be the person that you were supposed to be outside of this this company here? And he goes to NXT and puts in the work. EC three didn't put in any work. But he had the 
the internet cred of being EC3 and Impact. EC3 was supposed to be MJF. You know what I'm saying? That's how big EC3 was supposed to be in Impact. He was he MJF is that dude right now on the mic. Oh, bro, wait, wait. He's, oh, speaking of MJF, that, that's the next person we gotta talk about, but continue. But but Drew goes, does the work, and Drew is what now? Drew is the reigning WWE champion. The reigning, defending WWE champion. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't need a he doesn't need a, a, a Paul Heyman. And again, you're also dealing with a, with the fact that you're not seeing a lot of these people because a lot of them have opted to stay home during COVID. Yep. So no, so no, I got kids, I got family, I got you know people I care. People ain't seen Kevin Owens in six months. But that's also because Cle- Kevin Owens has the clout and, and the pull. Kevin Owens doesn't have the clout. Neither does Sami Zayn. Oh, Sami Zayn. I, w- I wasn't even going to throw Sami Zayn in there because we, we know Sami Zayn don't have the clout. Them putting the IC title on Sami Zayn, I feel like, was like slight fanfare. Like, there y'all go. Y'all, y'all. That's, that's how it was. That, it was y'all, y'all been wanting him to hold a championship. Here y'all go. Intercontinental Championship, take it. They, they never defended him. Yeah, I'm saying they weren't gonna never let him wrestle. I don't know about that. But Ke- Kevin Kevin showed up a few weeks ago. Oh, it, but Ancestor and Shinsuke are the tag team championships now. So like that little coalition they had running for a while definitely helped something. Again, Sammy, when when WWE doesn't know what to do. They they play they let talent get to the point where like, hey let me do this this or this. What a lot of people get what a lot of people do when they get to WWE is especially in this age of social media, you let the you let the, your connection to the company and the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of fans that you get on Twitter, Facebook, uh, stuff like that, and you let that hype you up like yo people want to see me. No, people mm-hmm. are relating you to a product that they that they see regularly, and so they give you the follow. I'm not a huge Angelo Dawkins fan. I am a Montez Ford. I am a Montez Ford. He's a, he's so clearly the he's clearly the Shawn Michaels of his of his team. But yeah, that's saying a lot. <laughs> Bianca Belair is more Bianca Belair is more Shawn Michaels, but that's another story. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, okay, that, okay, that's okay. true. I get that one. But I'm not. But I'm not knocking Montez Ford. Again, I watched D'Angelo. I watched Angelo Dawkins struggle in NXT for years until they put him with Montez Ford. They came up with this Street Profits thing, and they just let it do a slow burn and see how the people picked up to it naturally. The beauty of the NXT pro, of the NXT program, the television, the 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 uh, performance center, the whole nine. The beauty of it is that you have as a they give you as as a performer the voice that you need to really get yourself over. The problem is you're only getting yourself over to a couple hundred people. Now how do I how do I transform that? The greatest the, what could have been the greatest success out of NXT turned out to flame out the fastest. 
fucking Enzo and Big Cass. Oh my God, Enzo and Big <laughs> Cass. Like, let me just again. If, if that's their that's their fault though. Look, that's their look, fault. right. Let me just kind of preface this really quick. So when they hit when they hit Monday Night Raw after that WrestleMania. The pop that they received against the Deadlies? Oh man. That pop that they received was absolutely enormous. I personally do feel, and again, my, my, my take sometimes when it comes to wrestling does contra- contradict against the brain. But what I will say is I feel like they should have had a run with the tag team championships. Like it could have literally been a, a situation of again, Enzo was a great talker, those two together. Again, we're not. I'm not saying that they were like the 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 Fantastics or anything like that. Seems like Robert dropped off here, but he'll be back. Um, but I'm not saying, bro, like they were like the Fantastics, or I'm not saying that they were like you know. I'm not saying that they were like any top tag team or like the Rock Girl Express or anything like that. But I thought like they had an excellent chemistry. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, for me, for for me, I understand what you're coming from. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, 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 we good. I understand where you're coming from, but for me, I think I got cut off because apparently my do not disturb acted weird. Oh, so I have no idea what Wayman went off on a tangent about. Oh, what are you no, talking about? I, I heard him. All, all I said was I felt like Izzo and Cass, um, be, not that they were like uh rock and roll you know Enzo's a trash wrestler right oh, hey guys I, that's what I was getting at no that's what I was getting at Enzo's a trash wrestler but I feel like I don't know I feel like WWE could have possibly WWE did hit it did hide it NXT in a sense did hide it like people knew he was trash but as far as the the tag team goes it worked it worked Enzo for the Enzo for years was one of the top top five talkers in WWE <sighs> I feel like he could have talked them. I feel like he could have talked them into like at least a decent tag, at least one, one decent tag team championship run. I'm not saying like two or three or four or five. And sh- Enzo knocked himself out on a live pay per view. Facts. Enzo Enzo en- gave himself a concussion and damn near died. Enzo again, it's a spot that he did a lot. And he, he admitted like, "Yo, it was just a fluke. And I don't know how it happened." But he almost killed himself on national television. Terrible. But yeah, he you should just be the voice. He should he should have just been the voice. So smart money is this. You take Cass, who you invest in and literally wasn't a talker. You give Cass the, you know, you know, the SAWFT. You let you make Enzo his manager. Mm-hmm. And and that's how you push. No, don't push them as a tag team. You push Cass, and you push Enzo as a talker. You let him become your next Bobby Heenan. You know what? I'll give you that because like what they were they yep. they're like they because they almost made Cass a star. And and I'll tell me if y'all were watching Raw when this happened. They had a gauntlet right for the um for the Universal Championship. It was like right after Finn Balor had got hurt and he had to give it up. So they had that gauntlet. It was Seth Rollins. It was Kevin Owens. It was Big Cass. The one that Kevin Owens won. The one that Kevin Owens won. So so like when when Big Cass was was introduced for that match, first off, he got a huge pop thing. I popped for him because I was like, because I was like, okay, they they about about to do something. They about to push him. 
So in the match, I don't. I, he was like the first one or two eliminated, but I feel like he showed what he could do. I feel like they would if he also got injured right after that. I feel like if he mm-hmm. didn't, I feel like if he didn't get injured, they could have carried Big Cass, and he could have been a viable contender for the Universal Championship. If nope, you don't think so? Nope. Cass suffers from what big from what Kevin Nash suffers from. Being too fucking big, too muscular, and not flexible enough. The problem here's here's the problem I've always had with WWE, mm-hmm. and they haven't done this since Andre. There's certain people. There, well, let me take that back. They haven't done this since Brock, and that's why I love what they do with Brock. There used to be a point in the territory where you only had a limited run someplace where you could only be so hot either as a face or as a heel and then you had to move on you know what I'm saying because if I see you too much the mystique of you wears off right? yep Undertaker and now we, and, and go ahead not even that what, I wouldn't even say that now at this point Undertaker has, has earned the fact that you, his mystique can be rubbed off he needs to be Mark Calloway now. He doesn't need to be the Undertaker. Yeah, that makes sense. E- even though that, that great, even though that Graveyard Dogs tag team match was was, I, I loved it. Him and Roman Reigns Graveyard Dogs one night only tag team match. <laughs> so so did nobody else like the Graveyard Dogs tag team? Am I the only one that 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 liked that tag team? Yeah yeah, you're the only one. Wow, wow, okay, okay. I'll take it. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is this. Ah, sorry, I'm eating. So, one of the issues that you will always have is no matter what, especially with big guys, if they're pushed to be believable, at some point, you're going to make them lose. some point. The Big Show, when he first came to WCW, they booked as a giant. He was whooping everybody's mm-hmm. ass. Not only was he whooping everybody's ass, he was jumping off the top rope. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, why is, the, why is this dude seven foot tall jumping off top ropes? Like, that's, that's ridiculous. He said back in the day he used to be able to do a shooting star splash, which I... I I'd be I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. To take a shooter. I wouldn't take I'll... it. That's like taking that that's like taking that moonsault from that fat black dude. No. <laughs> who? Absolutely. Who? 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 You haven't seen that video of the viral the viral video of the indie dude? Man, this dude is all of about five hundred pounds. Yeah, I saw that. And he does a moonsault from the top rope. And his dude, he it's like eight ball and MJG. His tag team partner dude don't weigh 160 pounds. And this dude weighs like 500 pounds. And he does a moonsault. It is a world ender. But we're not going to talk about that right now. What I'm talking about is how, how they book. And one of the reasons why WWE finds themselves in a lot of situations is they do. You book somebody when they're so hot. And this is why WWE is constantly looking for new stars. 
once you're so hot as a as a face or a heel, you have to find your way doing. You have to find them. Find a way to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Because if you peek, if you peek them and you just keep feeding those that person to, to the people, you end up with John Cena. Mm. Yep. John Cena was organically loved. He went from the the ruthless aggression slap, which was the best slap I've seen in a while. But then he does the vanilla ice thing because he was still kind of he was whack up until the vanilla ice thing, and then he turns into the Doctor of Thugonomics, which everybody thought was the corniest thing in the world, but it worked. Thug life, thug life. Especially as he came out there, he came out there. And he gave him. He gave him repeatable lines. Mm-hmm. He gave him the th- the word life. He gave him with the Doctor of Thugonomic stuff. You know, he would always end rhymes with talking about his dick. Like it was great, and it organically built until he went from being a heel, an organic heel, where the fans was like, "Oh, we don't like this guy," to where he organically shifted to the anti-hero, then to the full-out hero. Okay. But as he built, and again, this, you don't see these, you don't see something like that happen. Hogan came in, he was all American. In WWE, he was always all American. He goes to WCW, height of his height of his career, and he immediately goes from the, the beloved to the heel. And then he kind of worked his way into an anti-hero kind of role. Nobody has done what John Cena did. And John Cena will go down as quite John Cena is going to end up on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore's. Uh, mark my word. Yeah, because when you realize be when you realize what Cena did, and what what he did, and the way that he did it, it's there's no there's no denying how special a talent he was. And you can't find a person in the business. You'll have you hear fans talking about oh Cena, you know he buries a lot of people. You hear fans saying stuff like that. Guys who work with him ain't saying stuff like that. I feel like but I'm, I'm, I'll get back. The to only it. I'll get back to what I was I'm saying. saying. The only time that they they I feel like anybody has said that about John Cena was the Nexus angle, but that was because they should have lost. They should have lost that match. They should have lost that match. He shouldn't have super Cena through that match. They should have lost that match. They should have kind of carried that on for a little while. They should have kept the Nexus strong. Wade Barrett should have been the the first or like the first British um, WWE champion. They should have carried that. Um, like like that, that. Why? See that, that this is the problem with the internet watching community, and this is why I have a problem with a lot of so-called new age wrestling fans. We think that we know what's best for a business from a guy versus a guy who has literally been doing it for the past fifty years. Okay, you, you said why, right? I, I'll I'll explain. So the reason why I feel like, like they should, they, they should, the reason why I feel like they should have like got, got gave the, the Nexus the win was again you had a stable that came in on one of the highest angles in recent memory for WWE. They they can't they, no the hottest. the hottest they can't the they, they came yeah. in they they came in wrecking shop destroyed everything and stood tall. Everybody was completely the fans were completely behind the Nexus. The WWE had an opportunity to make some stars from this now what i will say is husky harris did do does do better as the fan and <laughs> right back um or um or skip sheffield did do better as right back 
Uh, but again, if you would have kept Daniel Bryan, Bray Wyatt, Justin Justin Gabriel, because fight me, I feel like Justin Gabriel was an excellent wrestler. Um, Heat Slater, and you know you kept and kept that group of four right there: Daniel Bryan, um, Wade Barrett, what damn it, Heat Slater, and Justin Gabriel. Kept that uh-huh. four, kept that four, literally wiped everybody else out. Kept that four, ran with it. Eventually, eventually did the Daniel Bryan turn on Bray Wyatt. You could have, then you could have gave Daniel Bryan a WWE Championship run. It could have been him versus, um, him versus Wade Barrett, and that could have been a whole nother program. You would have made two stars. You could have made a legitimate tag team and Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater. It, just, it, it there's multiple ways it could have worked. You could have built four brand new stars from that angle. Okay, so here's why I'm going to tell you why you're wrong, and Dwayne is going to agree with me. <laughs> Go ahead. Just, just going to put it what it is. So, Wayman, I hope you don't like. I hope you like being wrong. Sometimes. Where's Wade Bear? Where's Wade Bear right now? What? Cool. Where's Justin Gabriel right now? Justin get. Ga- oh yeah. Where's where, where's 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 Ryback right now? Oh damn. Okay. So where's um where's uh uh what's the what was the one guy's name? The black guy? Oh, where's Dave Beltonley? Uh, okay, hold on. Where is Antonio Tarver? Hold on. Wait, wait a second. Antonio Tarver. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait a second. That's why I said Antonio Tarver, the rest of them, leave them where they at. As far as Ryback, the WWE <laughs> could have done well with Ryback. As far as Justin Gabriel, no, they could have done well with running the tag team with him and Heath Slater. They could have done, they could have built a new tag team with those two. I ain't talking about the Michael Tarvers. I ain't talking about none of the, the no names. I'm talking about oh, the I say Antonio Tarver. Yeah, Michael Tarver. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I, I ain't talking about none of the no names. I'm talking about the people who are actually able to build something. People were behind people, people were behind Ryback. People were behind the primetime players. People were people are behind Bray Wyatt. People were behind Heath Slater at one point and Justin Gabriel. People, the, the fans were behind these wrestlers. Justin Gabriel is off in Australia. He, he got a couple of injuries. Now he's wrestling in Australia. Wade Barrett also eventually ended up getting injured. And now he's doing announcements for NWA. Um, right back, fell, fell out of love with wrestling due to his affiliation with the WWE. And Ryback went off and is now doing a podcast. Bray Wyatt is being, or Husky Harris is being Bray Wyatt. Heath Slater is now in Impact. Um, yep. Um, let me see who else, who else, who else. Daniel Bryan is fucking Daniel Bryan. Um, and yeah, he, you ain't gonna see Daniel Bryan for a long time, my opinion. No, we're, we're he, not. We're not. But, but but there was multiple people from that group yeah. that eventually ended up branching off, so, becoming so, stars. So allow me, allow me to tell you why you're wrong. None of those people are stars of their own doing. Number one, Ryback had to be repackaged. And even as Ryback, people people jumped on the bandwagon of Ryback because they tried to reproduce the Goldberg the, the Goldberg stuff. They gave him a win. They streak. definitely did. They definitely did. No arguments here. So, you put Ryback out there in a competitive match because let's call it what it is. The dude is a he's built like a fucking bull. He's built like a tank. Like a fucking tank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, he's built like a boulder. Yes, he's... But let's be real. He couldn't fucking wrestle. 
he he wasn't a great talker. Even as a podcast host, he's not a good talker. But tell me that. But tell me that Hell in the Cell match between him and CM Punk, he wasn't supposed to win. Please tell me he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> he was not supposed to win. It. Come on, bro. They built him up so much to that match. They built him up so much. Guess why they built him up so much? Guess on what? So he can get knocked down by Punk? Mm-hmm. Because you wasn't going to beat Punk. You don't put the strap on a dude. You don't take the strap off a dude who was literally the hottest thing ever. Facts. Okay. True. Oh, we're going we're gonna to put the belt on Ryback. No. The moment they said, yeah, we're not going to put Cena in this match. We're going to put Ryback in this. I immediately said, yeah, Punk won that match. <laughs> Punk won that match all day. But then it was, but then it Absolutely. was a screwy finish with that, with with that, oh, um, that, because you because you can't believe that CM Punk is gonna destroy a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Let's, and, and this is and this is my thing. This is my thing with with again the internet watching community. We watch people watch this for sport, knowing that it's not, and get upset. Tessa Blanchard, y'all brought up Tessa Blanchard holding a TNA title for, for ransom for $150,000. Right? 150K. Mm-hmm. 150K. She, she, she believes that title is worth $150,000. How fucking stupid is that? But when you sell replicas of that belt for like 60 bucks for $300. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's the fucked up part about it, but the thing is, but really? the thing is though, she pulled, she's pulling, she's Miss pulling the old Ric no. Flair move though, because Ric Flair did it. No, Ric Flair did it with the NWA World Heavyweight Championship with the old deposit system. Okay, so again, we're, we're, I'm not going to get myself off topic. We're talking about why these people weren't going to be stopped. Okay, okay, okay. The number one thing about. The, the thing about professional wrestling, let me give y'all a little peek behind the curtain. The thing about professional wrestling and who becomes what is has everything to do with cooperation. I don't like using the word fake. Wrestling is not fake. There is cooperation in wrestling and mm-hmm. professional wrestling. My job is to go out here to entertain 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, 100,000 people plus millions watching worldwide. If my job calls for me to lay down, I'm going to do so. But I'm going to do so in a way that makes me look good and my opponent look good. So if I'm so if I know what the idea is for the guy, let's let's say me and Wayman are going into a match. Mind you, I've never lost to a guy Wayman's side. Why am I always the We're one absolutely. getting my ass whipped in his wrestling scenarios? Like why can't I go over just one time? Well, I'm, I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. But I, what I'm saying is, in in my wrestling, because it was it was to me and to those that I worked with, that's a, that's an, an, an it's unbelievable. Because much like in the old way of thinking, mm-hmm. professional wrestling is about a simulated fight. Right. So, Dwayne, simulated fight between me and Wayman. I'm sorry, a real life fight between me and Wayman. No weapons involved. Who wins? Just off sight. Thought so. You think so. <laughs> so in a simulated fight, so so here, so now we're simulating this fight. Mm-hmm. 
So now 15,000 people are about to watch us fight. And 15,000 people have the exact same thought Dwayne had. This big nigga's about to stump this little skinny dude. Right? Right, right. Yeah. So now my job, so my job as the heel in the match, because that's, that's what I've just done. My job as the heel in the match is to make you look good. I have now again, your win doesn't have to be clean. Your win as a, as a good guy doesn't have to be clean. Uh, the most famous, the most famous baby face making match, in, in one of my opinions, Scott Hall or as Razor Ramon versus one, two, three. Uh, Sean Waltman as the one, two, three yep, kid. Yep, yep. Or as, 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 as the as he wasn't even a one two three kid at that time. He was just a kid. He may have been just. He a was kid just a kid. Like he that. was just a kid. That made him the one two and, three kid. But but here's the thing. Look at how look at how Razor walked through that match. He came in and utterly disrespected him. I remember this. I remember watching this match live. He comes in utterly disrespects the kid. He laughs at him as he takes off his jewelry. You know what I'm saying? And he kind of, who was this kid? And there's the Manhattan Center. Manhattan Center got like two, three thousand people in there. He's like, who is this kid? And he plays around with him. But every time the kid comes at him for a move, Razor shrugs him off. Because Razor's a professional and this is just a kid. There's no reason why this kid is legitimately going to beat. My job is to go out here and to man, they just fed me an easy one tonight, and and I let my ego tell the story of the match. So now that's what's doing. My ego was telling the story of the match. Every move I do to you is ego driven. I'm gonna slam you, I'm gonna pin you, and it's gonna be a three. It's gonna be a three count, but I'm gonna pull your head up because I want to continue beating you up because it's, I got an off night. This is this is my uh-huh. this is my free night. Okay. So, so every move I do to you is a potential three count. I'm saving you every time. You never get an opportunity to to try and pin me. No, you can't. You're not gonna squirrel around and uh, schoolboy me. You're not gonna backslide me. None of this stuff. Everything I do is is devastating enough, but I gotta pull you up every time. As I do, as I walk through this process and get to all of this I have to make a mistake so I throw you into the corner and this is this is now the, the razor really quick match. really quick not really quick. Not, not to cut you off um we got about a, a minute and a half uh, before the, the because this, this only lets us run like an hour an hour or so um per, per right. recording so we got about like a minute and a half before this particular recording cuts off cool I'll make it quick throw them to the corner <laughs> The kid steps out of the way. Razor makes himself dizzy. Kid monkey flips. Boom. He knees him in the top of the head. One, two, three. How the hell did that happen? Kids made Razor loses his shit. Beats the hell out. Tries to beat the hell out of the kid. The kid gets out of the ring, runs to the back with his win. The kid's made. Thanks. He's he's gonna come back out the next week. And get his ass whooped, but he's made. 50 seconds. Razor didn't lose anything in that match. He didn't lose any shine. He didn't lose any press, pristine. He's still out here whooping ass and doing the stuff that he's supposed to do. 
You don't have that in these matches these days, and none of those cats that met in that particular uh, group had that type of drive, with the exception of a few. Bray or, or Husky, and Daniel Bryan, maybe Wade Barrett, and uh, he, that's about it. Okay, really but quick. I'm gonna let you. I will, really quick. So what? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna um, take a quick break. I know we're about an hour in, but we're gonna hear from our sponsor, the Anchor App. We're gonna come back um, with Black guys talking about wrestling. Uh, we're gonna wrap up this conversation, and then we're gonna go into the outro. Uh, so we'll see you after the sponsor from the Anchor App. We'll see you after we're from our sponsor, the Anchor App. Oh, as a matter of fact, no, no, and let us keep going. I'm sorry. Like the last, the, the times I've tried to do this before, I swear it's cut off at like 60 minutes. And and that was it, but it's actually still going. So I did not mean to cut you off, Rob. Again, this is my first time um doing this recording by inviting people into it. So I apologize. Um so what you blame is a terrible individual, y'all. I apologize. I, know that. I didn't know and I was and I wasn't trying to like have the broadcast cut off in the middle of you talking. Um so that's why like I honestly I didn't know. So I I do apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, so you were so you were explaining star making performances. So and and, so, and the Nexus. But it's not. It's, but but even but but as far as it goes with Nexus, none of those guys really made an impact the way that they were supposed to. Justin Ga- uh, now one of the things that Vince McMahon has always done and always stood by, and this is why Shinsuke Nakamura is not a huge star in America. This is why Oscar's not a huge star in America. <laughs> um, this is why Sheamus isn't a really huge star here in America. Because unfortunately, the racism—I'm uh, sorry—the the, the, uh, there's an ethnic there's an ethnic bias that wrestling fans have in the states against people that they can't understand. So Shinsuke, for all for as great as he is a performer, you still have to be able to talk to your fans to sell stuff. True. And if I don't understand what you're saying. I can't. I don't want to buy your stuff. Would have been fucked up to like give him a Mr. Fuji type. I wouldn't have given him a Mr. Fuji. I'd have definitely put him with uh, Paul Heyman. Or what about? I think Paul Heyman could have gotten. What about Paul Heyman could have got him over? I was, let's be real. I was gonna say Sami Zayn. Like, Enzo could have got him over. You think Enzo could have got him over? You think Sammy? Do you think the thing with Sammy, if they would have, if they would have done right by that and actually consistently booked that? No. 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 Not even trying to be mean about that one. But Sami Zayn was End a good day, heel, though. Not saying he's not. That has nothing to do with whether or not you're going to get this guy over. Okay. Again, I don't buy Sammy as a I don't buy Sammy as a manager type. I really don't. Especially given the fact that I know that Sammy is still well enough to perform. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about the next one. Right. So there were originally what? Seven or eight of them. Seven or eight of mm-hmm. them. Wade Bear is the one who comes out as the winner. Daniel Bryan is the is the veteran of that group. Right. Daniel Bryan, unfortunately, and, and by his own by his own account, Daniel Bryan is a terrible talker. His own words. He said, Man, I'm horrible at promos. He said, so all he had to go off of was his wrestling ability. But he didn't have he didn't have any charisma. He, he he wasn't as charismatic as a lot of the other guys. And so if they'd have left Daniel Bryan to his own devices, Daniel Bryan oh, would have been terrible. Floundered. 
So he would have floundered. So by the way, and so, he wouldn't have become. So so let me so let me run through the members of the Nexus with you, and then you you just pop them off one by one and tell me if they're like viable single stars. So Wade Barrett, of course, was the leader. Yes or no? Yes. No. Okay, Daniel Bryan. No. As a viable single star? No. In WWE? Yeah. No. He's he, he's an unlikely star. Okay. Um. Wait. Are you? Are wait? Are we saying Daniel Bryan is not a star in WWE? No. You're asking if we thought that they would have, if he would have been a viable star. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, yeah. We're not count. We're not counting the yes movement. Just like oh, oh, okay, if you okay, okay. if you put yeah if you just look at this guy right here, he's going to be the star. Okay. No. In, the, in in that time frame. Okay. I got you. Um. Yeah. Darren Young. Darren Young. No. Nope. Skip Chef. Skip Sheffield. No. Michael Tarver. No. Hell no. no. Justin Gabriel. Absolutely not. Heat no, he just had a cool move. No. Husky Harris. Yes. Michael McGillicuddy. Should have been. Should have been, yep. I'm, so I'm yes. going to put him on yes. a maybe. I'm going to put him on a maybe. I'll give him the yes. Mason Ryan. Yes. Should have been. Um, and then the, the other members of the Nexus were CM Punk when they did the new Nexus and then John Cena for that little bit of time. We're not touching them. They were yeah, already made stars yeah. at the point. Yeah, they, yeah. Def- they were. They were. They definitely were. Um, so so let's go. So let's run back through this. Of all of those people that you named, there were two yeses that I gave. And it sounds like Dwayne gave two yeses. Yeah, yeah, I, I gave I th- too. I, like, like, I think, like straight yes. Yeah, I think, I think both of y'all gave way Barrett. Both of y'all said yes to Husky Harris. Not no, I said, I said no, I said no to Wade. You said no, I, yeah, I said so. I gave three, so I yeah, I you said gave yes three because both of y'all agreed yeah. on Husky Harris and Mason Ryan. Um, I think both of y'all said maybe on Michael McGillicuddy, and then Rob, you he said yes on Michael McGillicuddy. I said right. okay, so yeah. Dwayne, you, so Dwayne, you have four. You got yeah. two on it. You got two on the maybe, Rob. So let, let now let's be real about this. Out of how many people? Uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen people. Okay, take Cena and Punk off. Okay, that puts it at eleven. So that's not even the original Nexus. So the original Nexus is how many? Out of the original Nexus, we got two. You said six. We got eight. So eight of those eight, two, one person. No, because no, Mason Ryan wasn't in that. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm sorry. And, and, and neither right. was Husky Harris. Husky Harris didn't. didn't Husky you're Harris right. was definitely in the first No, he run. didn't debut with them. No, he wasn't. No, he, he wasn't. He didn't no, he debut wasn't. with them. He didn't debut with them. So, of that original bunch. Now, here. Now, one, Barrett's never been strong on the mic for me. Even with his. his, his, his his background, do I believe that he'd win a fight? Yes. Do I think that he would have been a great star? No. He was very plain. He was very plain. So do you feel like the you probably them making him you probably yeah, no. making him a solid mid carter? Cause like let's 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 not knock him out. He's a five time I'm he, so glad you I'm so he's, glad he's you a said five that. he's a five time. That's IC the champion. problem. This is the problem with the internet wrestling I'll say that 
They think everybody's supposed to be a top star, and there are not. You have to have undercard, mid-card, top. Come on. You can't have a you can't have a a, a a wrestling organization and everybody's in the in the top. You no. gotta fill out the roster, and that was the Dude, that was the beauty favorite. of the '90s though, because the roster in WWE and in some cases in some years in WCW the roster was full. So the US IC Mia Cart. Do you know why? Do you know why ECW? Do you know why ECW was so successful? And people don't even think about this. Even WC, even ECW people. Even ECW alumni don't think about it this way. ECW was full of mm-hmm. undercards. It was full of undercards with the exception of Shane Douglas. And Shane Douglas was the only polished, I've been to WWF, I've been to WCW, I've, I've been to NWA, I've done all, the reason that he won the NWA championship wasn't because they went to him and said, hey, you need to put the strap on our boy, the NWA Asked for Shane Douglas. Just didn't throw it in the trash. Oh, he did, and I loved it. That was oh, that was so perfect. That's why I love Shane Douglas. He threw it down and said, "Fuck this, fuck the legacy of it." I represent ECW, and he held up the ECW title, which didn't even exist at the time. And that's what, but that's what it was. The hierarchy of ECW, and you didn't even think about the fact. That every there that there wasn't a strong title picture. It was just Shane Douglas is a champ, and he could get knocked off at any time by one of these. Uh-huh. Mikey fucking Whipwreck was, was champ, but but also Sam, but but Sandman was a multi-time champ. Sabu was a multi-time champ. Taz was a multi-time champ. Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer for like seven seconds was a champ. Um, they they built stars. ECW knew how to how to get the most out of what they had. Which, which you're right, was a bunch of no. They knew how to co- they knew how to cover up the major flaws. But but again, which what was so why people gravitated to ECW was because they felt like they could do it. Even Austin's even Austin's I'm like two month run in ECW. People say was some of the best Mike work he ever did outside of um outside of the attitude but, era run. But again, it was a bunch of mic work that's great. I'm talking about in the ring. When you got in the ring in ECW, it looked it looked like something that I could That match go versus do. Mikey Whiprick, like Austin versus Mikey Whiprick was a was an excellent was an excellent match for ECW. And Mikey Whiprick won. Like he beat Steve Austin. <laughs> Steve took the Steve took the, because Steve knows Steve respects the business. The business. Yep. Steve respects the business. The thing is, the internet watching community does not does not respect the business. They like who they like, and they think that that person can be champion. That is not exactly. True. And and that's my gripe. That's my gripe about a lot of people now. Is oh, he's oh, no. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. John Moxley. Which I love. I love. Don't do it. Don't do it. I love it. I love it. Too bad. (laughs) I'm going to do it. John Moxley should not be anybody's top champion. I what? That AEW debut debut was absolutely phenomenal. 
I, I take that one to the end. That AEW debut was phenomenal. I feel like WWE mistreated him. Wait, wait. No, you know why I was. You know why I was. It, 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 he wasn't mistreated. Not at all. He not was, at all. Wait, hold on. And, wait, and wait, the wait, AEW, wait, 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 AEW, when he came back from that injury. They could. They had a. They had a. The, the storyline that they had at first with with Roman Reigns going away due to leukemia. The way they popped that off. They they could have they. I still don't think he really had leukemia. I, I, okay, I got story. you because people, some people don't. But what I'm saying is like I feel like they could have taken that that run of Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins all the way to WrestleMania and possibly maybe if they wanted to squeeze every little bit of life out of it like WWE does, they could have ran it past it. But they they had a WrestleMania storyline lined Wayman. up right there. Hill Ambrose Wayman. versus Face Wayman, I want you to think. I want you to think like an adult, sir. Honestly, you make you work yes. a job, right? Do you know how much tickets to WrestleMania are? Hmm. Ain't they like like they're like yeah, thousands, thousands of dollars? They're thousands of dollars. Corporate stuff. They're thousands of dollars. I answer mm-hmm. this honestly, okay? Not sitting at home and watching it on the mm-hmm. network. Uh, yeah, here we go. Would you be willing to there pay go. thousands of dollars to watch Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose? On it. If you say anything other than the right answer, I'm shutting down your podcast. <laughs> I'm going honestly, honestly, because of the matches I've seen these two have. I believe that I, Wayman, you're about to I believe get they have out. excellent chemistry in the ring. I do. You are. About I to do. Get out. So yes, yes, I would. Answer the question. You are fucking How? insane. I sir. think they have excellent. I think they have Dwayne. excellent. Wait, 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 Let me explain. Let me explain. Dwayne. I feel like they have. Dwayne. I feel no, like they have. Lost, I feel like they have. No, you lost talking like privilege. You have no standing chemistry. in the corner now. And I also feel like. Wayman, I feel like the lost, I feel like the story Wayman, is there. Wayman, you have lost talking privileges. Dwayne, <laughs> would you spend thousands of dollars to see Dean Ambrose? And Seth Rollins at the as the main event of WrestleMania. Not them, not just them two. No, not at all. As the main event, that's the show. That's the match that your that your entire show. You would have to put Roman in the match. You're gonna for me, for me, no. for me. This is just for me. For you, you, you would have to put Roman. You would have to put Roman in the match, and it had to be a triple threat match for me to be like, okay, I, I'm not watching the shit. I'm not watching the Shield in a in a WrestleMania main event match. Absolutely not. The disrespect. The disrespect. Absolutely. Wayman, you still you still lost all the Absolutely. Would not spend that kind of money. I wouldn't spend hundreds of dollars to see Dean Ambrose. And As you all see, fight. out of, out of the trio, I've, I've, out of the trio, I've been voted out of talking for. For, for I don't know how long in the episode. This, Wait, this, this, Wayman this, 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 Wayman this, this is a three-man group. We all have equal say-so in the podcast, and apparently I'm, I'm banned from talking. And Wayman has lost talking, and Wayman has lost speaking privilege <laughs> until spoken to. Until somebody speaks to you, you can't say anything. Because you're, because you're what's wrong with professional wrestling fans today. <sighs> that... Because, because again, hear me out. 
at the end of the day, are they solid workers? Absolutely. Does Seth have the means of selling me a match? Dude, do you know who I would watch in a WrestleMania main event over Dean Ambrose and who? Seth Rollins? Ciampa and Gargano. Yeah, I would. I'll give, give you that. Hell yeah. I'll give you that. Hell yeah. But do you know why? Because I believe everything about the match. I cannot tell you that Dean Ambrose brings anything to that match that I Okay. Again, again, I got Nothing. you. I can, I can definitely, I can definitely, I can see where you're coming from. It's just again, I, 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 I may be, is... I may be on the side of I believe, like, like, like you said with with Champ and Gargano. I guess I believe Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Like I believe, I believe that storyline. Like I believe when Dean Ambrose came back to to help Seth Rollins to 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 fend off Drew McIntyre and and Dolph Ziggler. That was at the point in time where Raw really sucked me back in. So I, I, again, I, I I believe, like you said, you believe you will believe Gargano and Champa. I believe I will believe it. Nah, like I said, I as as a wrestling, I've been a wrestling fan for thirty plus years. For thirty plus years, I've been watching since I was four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's 35 years of my life I've been a wrestling fan. I've watched through Coco Beware. I've watched through The Goon. Not The Goon. I've watched through Mantar. <laughs> Mantar. I've watched through Man Mountain As a matter Rock. of fact, that, that just gave me an idea. I've Next watched... episode, episode four of Black Guys Talking About Wrestling, we have <laughs> to go through some of the worst gimmicks in wrestling history. Oh Lord! Not, Wayne, not did them. anybody give Dwayne? Did anybody give Wayne? Did anybody give Wayne? I didn't hear anything. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I didn't hear anybody. I didn't hear anybody. <laughs> episode four. Worst gimmicks ever. We gonna run through that, but I'm sorry. I'm back off. <laughs> we need. I need. I need to. I need to have a mute. Button, I, need, I need anchor to give me a mute button. But like I said, I've I've lived through. Ma- people who are supposed to be in certain roles. Dean Ambrose is somebody to me who is a mid, who is better as a mid-carder than he is at the top of the card. That's just me. He doesn't put butts in seats. I'm not I'm not amped about a Dean Ambrose match. I here's here's the here's the messed up part. I am a huge Macho Man Randy Savage fan. I thought as a kid that Macho Man absolutely needed to be heavyweight champ because he was bigger than life. He is a he is super charismatic. He is super passionate in the ring. Everything about him said, man, that guy should be uh, he should be at the top of the car. But when you think about it in context, the Macho Man Randy Savage, upper mid card. Not top of the card. And I say that understanding that there's a hierarchy in the business. Macho Man wanted to be the guy who went out before the, the main event and said, give you a match that y'all gotta follow. Dean Ambrose doesn't strike me as a man who goes out to give a performance that people are afraid to follow. He goes out there to just self-serve. The same thing Seth Rollins does, to be perfectly honest with you. But again, we're, that, that's a completely different situation. At the end of the day, these cats are only going to be what 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 
the internet watching community needs to understand is that everybody can't be a star. Jericho has earned being a star. He is the only superstar in AEW. I give I give that. It seems like this yeah, entire I give you that. This is a, this entire conversation has been AEW, but Jericho is the only confirmed superstar. Every single other person in AEW is mid card at best. And you say, as fans, oh, well, that's great because now we can make stars out of mid card guys. But you can't. Because do I do I wanna do I wanna see Matt Cardona as the next no. AEW? No, 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 do no I, wanna I, don't, see I don't, I don't, I don't. No, no, see, y'all you say that you don't want to see it, but there's a legion of Long Island IZ fans that will say it's a long time coming. If, if, if anything, yep. if anything, if Matt Cardona should hold any title in AEW, I feel like Matt Cardona should be a multi-time AEW TNT champion. That's about it. Maybe a tag team champion, but but no, but keep keep Matt Cardona away from the, away from the main event. Is Brody Lee? Is Brody Lee gonna be your ta- your 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 heavyweight champ? He's big enough. He's strong enough. He can actually talk. But do I care about what he's going to be or what he's going to serve as a champion? No, I don't. Can that build? If it's built right, absolutely. But AEW isn't thinking about building people through storyline. And here's where Vince McMahon is smarter than everybody else. Vince may not have his... Vince may not be up on current he's up on current events but where you think that Vince is out of touch with what professional wrestling is Vince McMahon is the professional wrestling that you know let's let's not mistake this since 1983 the WWE has been the standard in wrestling all over the world this is 100% true Every, yep. everything everything that's ever done is trying to catch up to what Vince Even McMahon if, is do, doing. Do you feel like, do you feel the like reason. J- Japan is the is the same way? Do you feel like, because I feel like in Japan they have a different, from what I've seen of like New Japan. Japan is totally Japan different. Doesn't yeah, that's what I'm wor- saying. Japan doesn't worry about Japan doesn't worry about what's happening. No. Japan does like, however, people who is that a blender? the States. And they like what the same. Cool? Nah, ice machine. They like the ice machine. <laughs> but they also like the same things that the that the WWE has built. Why do you think Brock Lesnar went over there and became IWGP Heavyweight Champion? That's still heavily match? disputed. That's still heavily disputed. That that's a whole different bag of issues. Brock Lesnar is a monster everywhere. You build him. He, he built here in the state. He went to Japan and he capitalized on Stan Hansen. Uh, at this point, Dwayne is just being disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be quiet. Clearly, you're Wait. not. <laughs> there was a couple more cubes right there. Sorry, go ahead. Continue, sir. <laughs> I got to stay hydrated. I'm going to need you to mute your phone. You're you right. So, Brock Lesnar went to, the, went to Japan and became a champion. Stan Lane, Stan Lane, or Stan Hansen, rather, beloved 
he is absolutely um 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 vader uh vader beloved in japan uh what uh, people people literally feared brody in japan people fear brody (laughs) everywhere but especially in japan but but here's my thing they are but japan loves guys who come over and they're monsters they can build you based on your they, they turned out they turned albert into and a you star. To, exactly albert went over there and was a, think about that now albert is is lower mid card at best in wwe he was a star he was a multi-time tag team champion he was a star giant bernard in japan dude fucking uh uh uh, uh, what are their names? Uh, G- Gallows, uh, Anderson and yeah. uh, Gallows. Again, definitely better as a tag team, but absolute mid carters. If they're gonna be, if they're gonna be singles individuals, superstars in Japan. People are saying that Carl Anderson should have had a run with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which I don't see what they're. I, no, no, no. I'm gonna say like I don't, I don't see. They, they had, they had two. They have too many. Too many stars over there, man. Like they got, they got. Um, um, uh, I just like. You're still I'm, supposed I'm, to be muted. <laughs> anyway, you <laughs> pay. But, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is this: <laughs> people, but for, for the fact don't hop in now, Dwayne. Dwayne, Dwayne, feel bad. Like damn, he done muted me like four times. <laughs> but no, I want to get this out. At the end of the day, people say that Vince is out of touch, and the truth is he's not. The fact is, people think that they're smarter than what the business is. The business always builds on emotion. And the business doesn't care what emotion you feel as long as you feel something. The moment you don't feel anything, the moment you don't feel anything, the business dies. So even if you hate what we're doing, guess what you're going to do? You're going to watch just to tell me how much you still hate it and people yeah. still do that now turn your tvs off if you don't want to watch turn you know well, i'm gonna i'm gonna turn to watch AEW. And AEW is rehashing the 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 matches of my youth they're rehashing the storylines of my youth but your youth is the wwe so now all you're gonna do is since you don't want to watch the live wwe stuff you still got the network and you're gonna watch the old stuff there Whatever you feel, as long as you feel something. And at the end of the day, the IW, the, the internet wrestling community knows jack shit about the business because they're all marks. Okay. At the end of the day, they all they all react to what is going on. They all react to what the biggest thing. What, there were two things. There were two things. Well, one thing definitely they got mentioned, but a second thing that we don't talk about a lot: the Nexus introduction on Monday Night Raw and CM Punk's uh, mm-hmm. pipe bomb. Those two things captivated audiences. Why? Because they felt real. Wade Barrett on a uh, on uh, Inside the Ropes uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 putting somebody else's uh, no, no, no problem. Boo, boo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Inside the ropes, um, he get he was talking about the you know people. Somebody asked him a question about 
the Nexus uh, 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 introduction and how they did that. He said, man, do you know who told us to go do that? He said, Vince. He said, Vince told us. Did we lose? Rob, you still there? Uh, what happened? I'm not 100% sure. We, we, we lost connection with, with Rob. He, he was here and then he, he <laughs> I was interested in that. I, but, I, I was. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. He, he checked out again. Um, what's okay. We're we, we going to wait for him to, to click back in. And then once he clicks back <laughs> in, uh, we're going to have him kind of finish out what he's saying. We're going to wrap up. And then, you know, we got us an episode, fellas. Cool. But yeah, man, you know, that's the thing that, that frustrates me about a lot of people. Everybody talks about, oh, Vince, this, Vince, that. Vince needs to die. Vince, no. Actually, well, I, I, ain't no. Said, I, ain't, I ain't never said Vince necessarily needs no, to die. No, not you. Not you, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, trust, man, I, I've seen a lot of... The internet wrestling community is very toxic. Robbie, Boy, we're not disturbed on iPhone. Go ahead. Quite possibly the worst thing ever. Finish what you yeah, said, bro. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Bro, I'm super mad. Again, I just threw my phone on Do Not Disturb, and for some reason, I still keep getting phone calls. This is the weirdest thing in the world. What I'm saying is it. So those two things: the the pipe bomb, the Nexus thing, and inside ropes. Um, Wade Barrett says Vince told us to go out there and do everything, and he said he got pulled <laughs> to the side by he believes it was I believe it was either Arn Anderson. Or, or somebody it was one of the producers backstage, and they said, and they told Barrett specifically, said, "Hey, when you get out there, tell the boys, tear the." He said, "Pull the ring apart, like pull the canvas back on the ring." And he he, he didn't think anything of it because anybody who's ever wrestled, and again, I understand that I'm the guy in the group that is actually wrestling. Mm-hmm. I've had to put a ring together. I know that there are no there's there's no springs, there's no bounce. That ring is metal and wood, covered in canvas. It's not heavily padded. So when you get slammed on a ring, you feel the wood beams. The reason that they bend when you hit when you hit it is because it's a it's a 16 foot, a 14 foot, or a 20 foot piece of two by six that's stretched in the end. So when you stand on a on multiple of the, on a bunch of these joints, your it gives under your weight a little bit, but it's not gonna break. All of that to say, when they go out there, beat the dog shit out of John Cena, wipe out the entire ringside area, choke the life out of Justin Richards or Justin <laughs> Roberts. That's still Tarver. Funny. Yep, Tarver takes a. Tarver takes a box cutter, cuts the canvas, and pull and snatches the canvas back to expose the wood. And people's faces, like there were tears in people's eyes as they watched everything that they tore apart. And they said that when they went back to the when they went back to Gorilla, they were met by everybody backstage giving them a standing ovation. They said because for the first time, the fans get to see that what we do is real. Since then, and especially since the advent of the internet, where people get to opine about how they feel about wrestling and 
wrestle and old wrestlers get on and talk about the wrestling business. At the end of the day, what happens is we still live in this bubble in this world where we think wrestling is this escape. And we think that, oh, we know what's best. We know what's best for entertainment for us because we're the ones paying for the entertainment. When the truth of the matter is, you're not. If I went to, every, if I if I knew everything about every movie, and I do, we all know the archetypes of heroes. We all know the different types of characters you're going to see in every type of movie, be it a comedy, a romance, a drama, a thriller, or a horror movie. We know what we're getting into when we, when we go there, but we still go and watch it because we're still wanting to dis, to to Suspend. disconnect our our belief, right, suspend right. Our, our our belief. That's exactly what we're going for. But for some reason, with wrestling, we seem to think, but no, I don't need to suspend my belief anymore for this because I know exactly what's going to happen. That man's name isn't Dean Ambrose. His name is is such and such. John Cena's name is actually John Cena. The Rock is Dwayne Johnson, and his dad is Rocky Johnson. And we know so much about these guys now that we think that we know what's going on. And Vince McMahon says, yeah, y'all know it just as much about the business that I want you to know about. Because at the end of the day, my job is to make you watch this and say, I wonder if Rey Mysterio is really going to lose an eye or not. Even though you know, watching that match, nobody's going to lose a fucking eye. Uh, ooh, you sound like Jim Cornette there for a second. Ooh, you sound like Jim Cornette. Dude. Let's, let's fucking call this what it is right now. Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio got into an eye for an eye that you match. That you knew. And the, and the job, it, you, the WWE has Snickers for a sponsor. You mean to tell, Dollar General was the fucking sponsor for that show. You mean to tell me Dollar General was like, yeah, watch this show where a dude's gonna lose an eye. Uh, hot takes hot takes hot takes the match was good by the way yeah the match was good until dude put a ping pong ball yeah 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 we ain't gonna talk about the end at the at the end of the day the internet wrestling community as much as they want to see certain people be and do certain things the truth of the matter is the internet wrestling community knows jack shit they are not smarter than the bookers. Hell, most of the bookers aren't smart at all. But they're not smarter than the bookers. They're not smarter than Vince McMahon. They're not smarter than the guys who are getting into their rings and risking life and limb every time they go in. So either watch the product. So if you're going to watch the product, watch the product and shut the fuck up. If you're not going to watch the product, don't watch the product and shut the fuck up. Okay. There you go. If you're going to watch the product, if you're going to watch the product and you're not going to shut the fuck up, don't offer something thinking that, oh man, this is going to be, this is so much, my, my idea is so much better because your idea leads to nowhere. I have to build as a writer, as a booker, I have to build this, I have to build this match out longer than six months. I have to build this. I have to, I'm looking towards my big shows, my big payoffs. So if I don't have a pay-per-view for another four weeks, why am I gonna why am I starting new feuds the week before? It got you. Yeah, that my makes that makes no sense. These, yeah. It has to build. 
So why why isn't my favorite wrestler getting a push? Probably because your favorite wrestler don't know how to do shit. Your favorite wrestler, the guy that you're rooting for, that underdog guy that you see yourself as, is just as shitty wrestler as you are. Okay, okay. And he has no charisma. And he has no charisma. And all he can do is a bunch of flips. That's the that's, that's the crazy tell part. Him. Like when it comes to like, beep, 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 beep. like, 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 like I'll say this. I'll say this because we do have to close out here. Um, so I'll say this because I do want to ask one final question. Um, just just to you know close out the broadcast. Um, for instance, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. I've heard both of them on the mic. They are completely vanilla on the mic in the ring. They do do a bunch of flips. It is exciting. They can have excellent matches like the Will Ospreay versus Ricochet match. I um, I implore you to go watch that if you have not seen that. It is a fantastic match. But they are completely vanilla on the mic, so I get exactly what you mean. But my final closeout question to both of you is, um, do you believe that Vince McMahon or do you do you believe the wrestling industry as a whole? Because people have, like you said, people have said AEW can't make stars, and they've said WWE can't make stars. Do you believe in in, in the as the in the wrestling business as a whole as it is now that the wrestling business can make new stars? As far as yes. the, as far as the major companies goes, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Dwayne, MJF is a he's a star in the making right now. For AEW, that's that's just for me. For AEW, do you, do you feel like? Do you feel like Go AEW? Do you feel like AEW is making him? I know he's with AEW, or do you feel like MJF through his own personal work is making MJF? Him? MJF is making himself. Yes. Okay. But 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 that's for everybody. Everybody, you know, you have to do it yourself. You have to put in the work yourself to make yourself. If that makes any sense. Well, well, well. I'll, the reason why I, I ask whether or not you feel like it's self or company in that particular instance is because, for instance, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is a, is a product of of the WWE system. You haven't, you didn't really see Braun Strowman wrestling too much outside of WWE. He's a product of their system, and so with that, they they pretty much put Braun Strowman with the scripted promos in the matches, um, booked them, road agent these matches, like matches, matches in order to, you know, put Braun Strowman where he is. WWE made Braun Strowman. I don't think Braun Strowman made Braun Strowman. You get what I he mean? Not. He that, that makes sense. Made by, so, he, was, so, he was one of Adam Rose's... Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So you feel like with AEW, MJF made is making MJF. But WWE, yeah. Braun Strowman, WWE made Braun Strowman. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you, you asked, is it possible for for the companies to make stars, and they absolutely can. Yeah, Ron Strowman is a star. Mm-hmm. He's not a superstar, but he's definitely a star. If he went out in public, somebody's gonna say, "Hey, you're you're on that you're that wrestler guy, aren't you?" Yep. So you yeah, know, Big E is Big E is a freaking wrestling star. If I see his tiny self out, I'm not again, I'm a wrestling <laughs> fan. But somebody else is gonna be like, yo, aren't you that guy who the unicorn guy? Yep. But he he but but you know what? For like for people like Big E, they have no choice but to succeed. Because the pe- the per- the person that he uh you know the charisma that he exudes. So the, so let me 
I'm sorry, my phone continue, continue. No, I, no, I, have, no. A, I have a question, but I'll, I'll wait after you do. You know, like like the per like the charisma he exudes. People love to be around him. And you know, so so people want to be around somebody. They have no choice but to put the cream to the crop. You know, the cream rises to the top. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. So my my final question. Um, so let me rephrase my my previous question. So do you feel like the the roster, whose company, with the rosters that they have, do you feel like? How can I put this? So with a okay, so between AEW and WWE, we know that okay. the companies themselves are possible are you know are um had the possibility to be able to make stars. Okay. But, but between the two companies, who do you feel like has the most star potential? Like, do you feel like the WWE has the the more the, like the bigger roster to make more stars, or do you feel like AEW could pull an ECW? And actually make some stars out of out of some undercard talent. <laughs> no, WWE is always going to have the ability to make bigger stars more frequently and more consistently. Okay, AEW is going to rely on people's ability to get out there and make themselves stars. Mm. At the end of the day, I know who MJF is because I'm a wrestling fan. Right. My wife doesn't know who he is. That says something. Right. He's not a star yet. He's he's a star to wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And he could be bigger, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything. At the end of the day, he has the ability and the potential to get out here. If he gets an agent, he can absolutely be out here getting Hollywood money. Just being a bad guy. Yeah. Or being or having the right PR people put him in the right place, put him in the right position. But, you know, AEW, AEW hasn't, doesn't have the reach or the ability. Uh, they, they don't even have, they don't even have a, they don't have anything in place to make stars. Nothing. They have nothing in place to make stars. The WWE literally creates TV shows now. Okay. That's true. Fair enough, fair That's enough. True. Well, this, ladies and gentlemen, has been episode three of Black Guys Time About Wrestling. The return, we finally got it out. Um, I have been your boy, Way. On this, you can call me the new breed because I feel like I'm the youngest one out of all of them. Um, <laughs> I, I am the youngest one. That, that, is my, that is my wrestling gimmick. I am the new breed on, on Black Guys Time About Wrestling. Either one of y'all sign oh, off? Oh, he wants Oh, go ahead. He wants to. He wants to sign off. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we do the next episode, Wayman is barred from talking unless spoken to. <laughs> in, in the corner for thirty minutes. <laughs> but no, First you know, thirty minutes is the all Dwayne and Rob show. There you go. Again, there what is y'all? Again, I told. I just told the fans we're coming up with gimmicks. So I am way. I am way the new breed. Who are y'all? What is y'all gimmicks? I need. I need fans. Go quick, quick, quick. You ain't gonna rush me and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the um, I'm the villain. They call me the villain. I'm Why? The there you go. Okay. The new breed, the, the villain, villain, and the realist. realist. We got our own. We got our own little stable going on here. You know, one day we might beef with Cultaholic, or we might beef with uh, with what culture? You never know. 
might have some stable on stable podcasts on podcasts. You know, if I we, we don't know what's going Fuck on. Them, by the way. Fuck <laughs> them. But this has definitely been episode three of Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Peace out. Dwayne, find a quiet place the next time. I got you. I got you. <laughs> all right, y'all. Peace. All right, peace.